Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there. This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office. Hello, I'm Tech Sergeant Charles Johnston with Public Affairs, your host. Today we're going to be talking about competitive shooting in the Guard, and I'm joined today by two of the organization's top shooters, Captain Patrick Randall of the 195th Regional Training Institute and the State Marksmanship Coordinator, Staff Sergeant Joseph Weiner of Joint Force Headquarters. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today for the show. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. Sergeant Weiner, you are the State Marksmanship Coordinator. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the upcoming match, the tag match, what it is, where it is, and what it entails. All right, so the tag match is the Adjutant General's Small Arms uh, Marksmanship Competition. Uh, it's held annu- annually um, down in Fort Devens, um, where we shoot both small arms like pistols and rifles, uh, and then we throw in some mystery weapons as well. Uh, last year we had an M14, uh, we had the M26 shotgun, and we even had a hatchet. Um, which made national news, which I thought was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, this year, though, we have four days. Uh, I've spread the matches over the four days uh, to give as good of a flow as possible uh, and not have any downtime. Um, I'm hoping to get over 100 competitors. Uh, and the whole first day is focused on uh, actual TC or training curriculum events, such as zero confirmation at distance and qualification with their primary weapon system as well as we're going to do an alternate course, uh, qualification course with their pistol. And this is down at Devon's. Uh, it's, it's the first couple of weeks in July, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so this year we actually had to move it uh, towards the last week of July, uh, just get it away from the federal holiday, um, give some more time for some prep, and to move it out of uh, other units' AT schedules if possible. Uh, yeah, I'll just add a couple of things here. Uh, so for tag match, uh, one of the biggest things last year for me anyway, uh, was, uh, it was my first time competing in tag match. Um, I've been in the New Hampshire guard since 2013, uh, and it was a phenomenal experience. Uh, I think the biggest benefits that I got out of it was to, uh, really focus on army marksmanship and, uh, moving my, uh, different weapon systems around my body and around the kit that I was wearing. So Regardless of the level of competitive shooter or whatever shooting capabilities that you have, uh, if you show up, you're going to gain a lot of knowledge after those four days of uh, competitive shooting. And you're being a little modest. You won the match, Captain. I did win the match. Uh, uh, I might add that a lot of people don't know in the organization that this is a joint event. So it's been joint, both Air and Army, for years. Um, I will say we've both... Both of our programs have hit speed bumps over the years, but we're working through it. And uh, the last two years especially, we've become more and more of a joint operation. Um, the Just last two weeks ago now uh, at Nationals, we brought four Air uh, Guard and four Army Guard to the National Marksmanship Matches down in Arkansas. You placed pretty well. We did do well. Uh, we placed ninth overall in the All-States Trophy, which is the best since 2014. As we move forward and more and more shooters get through 
the program and compete in matches like the tag match. What lies thereafter? <clears throat> so I've tried to build a program, um, build Excel spreadsheets and data tracking for all the competitors that shoot at regionals, at nationals, at the tag match especially, as well as the local matches um, that I know a lot of National Guard members are taking part in uh, on their civilian side. Uh, we'd like to draw those people in. Um, and I track all the data for the intent with going forward is I'm getting a lot of shooters, which is great. It's, I'd much rather have the problem of uh, not being able to bring everyone than to have to bring, you know, have to pull and uh, to call people and, and to create a team. Uh, I'd much rather have the problem of I have too many people, qualified people, uh, to go up to these other uh, matches, either the regionals or the nationals. Um, but I'm trying to bring in transparency with the program uh, to have that data to go back to as, and to say, this is why I brought this person. This person has competed and trained um, consistently over a certain amount of time and has proven to be the better shooter. And this is the why I brought, this is the reason that I brought them to the next level. Yeah, and I, I got to throw some accolades towards Sergeant Weiner here. The amount of hours that he spends on his own time uh, compiling data and the amount of effort that he puts in in, in building this program is is immense. Um, so rewinding just for a quick second back to Tag Match, uh, one of the biggest comments, AAR comments, after action review comments that we got from last year uh, was a, a lack of opportunity to zero weapons um, prior to the match actually starting. A lot of units don't get that opportunity prior to the competition to get their soldiers out on the range to properly zero their weapons. So uh, we built that into the curriculum or the schedule for tag match this year. So soldiers will get out there, they'll get an entire day uh, to zero their weapons, go through that new rifle qualification that Sergeant Weiner mentioned earlier. Um, and going back to the data that he was just talking about, uh, he, he compiles these rosters into his self-made Excel documents that is his own format uh, to properly capture data over you probably have over, you know, two to three years of data at this point. Probably upwards of five or six years. Now. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a it's a very uh, in depth look at the capabilities that the state of New Hampshire brings, and you can see the benefits of that from our performance at the uh, recent nationals match that we just got back from, uh, placing the highest we have since 2014. So um, it's 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 a lot of work, but it's it's worth it. You talked about regionals and nationals. Regionals are in Vermont. Nationals are in Arkansas for folks who don't know. And the training that goes into that above and beyond just competing in the tag match, it's pretty extensive and it involves a lot of different events and matches that you have to set up uh, that shooters haven't seen before, that shooters might have a hard time practicing on their own. So that's for the last two years with the tag match, I've been essentially stealing courses of fire from the higher level matches. Uh, so that way the competitors that I'm bringing to regionals and I'm bringing to nationals, they're not seeing these advanced courses of fire for the first time. Now I will say some of the courses of fire have extremely hard time, time hacks. So for the tag match, I may not have given the exact same time hack, but they've seen the format. They've seen the 
positions that they need to get into, the fact that they need to run 100 yards uh, to get into the next position. Uh, so I might have lightened the time hack a little bit, but it gives them time to train and to understand, one, where their equipment is affecting them, and two, uh, if their body just won't allow them to get into the positions. Uh, it, there's a position for every body type. We can figure it out. Uh, I have helped, and uh, Captain Randall has helped multiple shooters about figuring out a better position, the alternate shooting positions like sitting, kneeling, um, barricade uh, positions and kneeling and prone, shooting through ports. Um, we have you know, seen a lot of different ways that work. Um, and we try to bring those to all of our training events and give that information out. I, I don't like to hold information in. I want everyone to have the same information as me. Um, I was told years ago that I don't want to beat someone because they're ignorant. I want to beat them because I was a better marksmanship a marksman that day. So that's where I've gone with the program. At the regionals, We last year we brought, hands down, the most support uh, staff and the most competitors, even to Vermont, who runs the match. Um, we brought more shooters and more support staff than even they had as the host state. Uh, and I'd like to keep pushing forward with that. Um, I'd like it to be known in the region that we're the force to be reckoned with. At these practices that get conducted for regionals and nationals for those who advance to that level, when you're setting up all these courses of fire to get people prepared, you can actually watch people progress, uh, never mind day by day, but sometimes hour by hour in some of these events. Yeah, I would say the biggest advantage that any shooter can give themselves, especially in the competitive game, is to understand the course of fire. Um, so... Uh, a trick that New Hampshire uses, uh, started by Sergeant Weiner. Uh, he makes these little cheat sheets, right? So there, it's like a little three by five smart card. Um, you can shove it right in your cargo pocket right before the match and review it. And it has each stage, uh, which target you're shooting at, how many rounds, what the time hack is for that particular thing. So while you're practicing, um, you know, a, a kind of a mantra for me the night before is I always look at the cheat sheet to make sure that I understand the course of fire. So I can kind of turn my brain off from the tower. I'm not even listening to them. And I'm just going through that course of fire in my mind, making sure that I know where my rounds are going to go on what target. Um, and, and kind of just reciting that little mantra in my head of, you know, target one, two rounds. At nationals, to your point, if I'm not mistaken, the, the cards that, that these little cheat sheets you're talking about, Captain, that, Sergeant Weiner did up, there were some of our shooters who were actually pulling those cards out while actively walking in the event in between courses of actual Absolutely. firing. But yeah, yeah. It, I was one of them. Yeah. And, and the, one of the coolest parts about that was uh, the amount of states that took photos uh, that were not from New Hampshire uh, saying, hey, where'd you get that? I'm like, oh, we made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and it had, it's to the point where it even has like all the data points of the dimensions of the target and stuff. But it, it's great for, for example, for the special zero match, like you can put where your hold is at varying distances so that you know where to put that reticle. Um, you know, so all of that boils down to your question is, is practice. What can I do in practice? Sometimes you can't go out to the range. So just as, as important as dry fire is, uh, just understanding what the course of fire is equally as important. And, uh, it really kind of puts your mind at ease. The, 
the scorecards, I can't take full credit for those. I did design them, but I did obtain the idea from a reserve army uh, competitor uh, five years ago now. I saw him utilizing them, and uh, I kind of just took the base idea and tried to go a little bit further with it. Uh, in some of the less complex matches, uh, maybe you don't need the cheat sheet, but at the national level and even some of the matches at regional level, there, there are nine stages, and you're shooting at multiple different target types and different round counts. Uh, I will tell you, I even after seven years of shooting this, I still pull them out in between stages to double-check that I know uh, because I don't want to lose points because I didn't remember. Um, and they've been, they've been huge, and I, and I hope that the program and anybody that has utilized them has seen the benefit for them. So. A massive benefit, a return on investment, if you will, to competing at the tag match or beyond is that marksmen go back to their units and can convey what they've learned to others. Absolutely. Um, I can I can speak from experience. You know, we brought uh, last year at the 2021 tag match, um, I was still with the 237th MP company, so my team was made up of, of MPs, uh, and the MP company in total, I think we, there was three teams from, from the unit that went. Um, even the little circle huddle while we're doing wep- weapons cleaning after the match is over, talking about things they learned. Like, I didn't know my pistol mag was going to stab me this way when I got in the kneeling position or something like that. Um, so, and then taking all of that knowledge that they learn in the competitive side, bringing it back to their unit when they are prepping to go to the field. Like, hey, man, don't put your pistol mags there. Don't put your IFAC here. Like, you're going to want to be able to grab it here. Your dump pouch might look good there, but you might want to put it more to the side because when you sit down, you're going to be sitting on everything. You're going to be sitting on your water bottle or whatever it is. So there's a lot of lessons learned. Yeah, with, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, but with the practice before we went to, to nationals, uh, the intent with that, uh, is to give individuals one we we practice all the fundamentals we practice mag changes and multiple targets um, but also it gives them the time to to test out their gear and to see where they need to move it uh, because having a mag pouch in a certain position to allow you to speed up your reload will save you you know potentially two three seconds in a really fast exposure on a stage and that could make a big difference um it you don't have to rush that shot as much you can guarantee that the shot hits the x versus a hitting a two um so that train up is you know huge uh, even for myself after years of doing this the train up still allows me to make minor changes and um to better myself and allow me to focus all on my shooting and not on what is my gear doing to stop me from shooting well on a most on the most basic level, regarding the gear, uh, I've been to a couple of tag matches when shooters start running down range toward their objective, and the gear just starts falling out of. Well, it just turns into a yard sale. Yeah, phones and mm-hmm. magazines, and so it's important to get your kit uh, to get your kit right before you compete. Absolutely, especially because if that mag was loaded. And it fell, and you didn't realize, and you got up to the line. Well, you just lost that mag. You just so lost a lot of points. <laughs> it, it potentially, you know, if it's a 10-round mag, you just lost 50 points. So it's just um, understanding where your downfall is and with your gear. Um, we can help you. By no means do you need to go out and buy the best gear in the world. 
um, you can do all of these matches with issued gear if set up properly. Uh, if you just threw it together the night before, you're not going to do well. If you put a little bit of time into it and actually tested the gear out on the range during practice, um, you'll notice that all of the gear issued to you is 100% capable of pushing you through the tag match. And if you want to buy gear um, and add a little bit of uh, you know pizzazz to your gear in a sense, um, there are people that have been shooting this for years that can give you uh, advice on that. Um, so that way you don't waste your money on something that may not be good for you. Um, but by no means do you need to go out and spend thousands of dollars on new gear. There are national level and international level shooters that strictly shoot with issued gear, and they do well. So, You both have won the tag match. You both now help run the tag match. We were speaking before the podcast started about how much fun the event gets the more finely tuned the execution of the events the management of the events the, the management of the whole weekend becomes uh, some new shooters might have trepidation about showing up because maybe they don't shoot that well and they don't realize just how much fun this event can be the this event is especially the tag match this the state level match is designed for shooters of from brand new to the most experienced. Um, we're not told, you know, Captain Randall and I are not told that we can't shoot in it anymore. Um, we've won it, and now I feel that it is our duty to give that knowledge out to the new shooters and to help them out. Um, but as uh, I believe Sergeant Major Ford in the past has said, um, you might have, you could come to the tag match and shoot literally last place but you're still better than everybody else that was sitting on their couch. So coming out, whether you shoot the best in the state or whether you shoot the worst in that competitor group, you're still better than most of the, the guardsmen that are still at home and not in, involved. Um, and you will learn something from either your competitors from left and right or the staff that I put on all of the ranges. You'll learn something uh, and you'll become a better marksman through and through, no matter what. And the focus the whole time, right, is obviously we're in a competition, so, right, winning is really important, right? You want to perform the, to the best of your abilities. You're looking for that win, uh, but that win should be specific to you, right? So if you, this is the first time that you've participated in a competition, uh, that win might be showing up, competing in four days, um, enduring a little bit of uh, being uncomfortable, um, you know, but the whole point is being fun, right? So you get to go home at night if you want to, um, you know, you're on orders for those four days, you get to, uh, you're getting paid to shoot. I think last year, uh, if I recall correctly, I like each shooter shot 200 plus rounds each of rifle and pistol. It might've been closer to three or 400. Um, Sergeant Weiner's nodding his head. That would be correct. And I did plus up the numbers this year. Yeah. So, so you know, you're going to throw a lot of rounds down range. Um, you know, so there, there should be no concerns of getting uh, ground down into the ground of a, uh, you know, four days of just endurance marksmanship. That's that's not what it is at all. It's, uh, it's a good-paced event. Um, we're moving people through it to make sure that everyone's shooting their matches, um, you know, always making sure that they're performing to the best of their ability and uh, just shooting the match itself is, is a challenge enough and they're, they're hunting for that win. 
So Alpha Team, our top kind of varsity squad, if you will, at Nationals in Arkansas, recently placed ninth out of, I believe, 47 teams, uh, some of the best shooters in the country and the world. And uh, I got a quote from you here, uh, Sergeant Weiner, and uh, afterwards you told me uh, the goal this year was to finish top 10, which we achieved. Uh, next year, it's to podium. Uh, you've kind of put it out there. So those, those are some pretty lofty expectations. They are, but I believe the group that we're, we're putting together, um, it, I, 100% is capable of podium. We were not far away. Um, when you're at the national level, the, you know, the difference between ninth and podium is only about 50 points. So it, it's just a matter of you know, having a better day on the range that day compared to someone else. Uh, and that's all it is. Uh, and I wholeheartedly believe that we can podium at nationals, uh, and we will next year. I can promise that. What's the best way for people to get involved in some of these matches? All right, so the, the tag match is definitely going to be your foot in the door. Um, and if you're interested in that, uh, the official match program, or what we refer to as the OMP, um, was pushed out to mo- the major units yesterday. Um, so if you're interested, push through your chain of command. Don't go directly to your, to your readiness or training NCO. You know, push it through your chain and ask uh, to, to see a copy of the OMP. Um, it's very extensive. It, it looks like there's a lot of information in there, but that's because I don't want to leave any questions. Um, it lays out everything. It lays out your gear plan. It lays out the uh, the actual matches. There's only one match out of 16 that's a mystery. Um, and But that's always been a fun thing every year is to leave a mystery and allow the teams to actually operate as a team um, and have to figure out a load plan and how to shoot it properly. Um, so if you're interested in shooting in those in that match, talk to your chain of command um, and you can also ask your peers. There's people in every unit that have shot in these matches um, that can probably give you some feedback. And as a last resort, um, just because I am one man, um, you can reach out to me. Uh, so my email is uh, joseph.r.weiner.mil at army.mil. Um, I may not be able to get back to you right away, but I will get back to you, I promise. And that's Weiner, W-Y-N-E-R, uh, can guardsmen sign up individually if they don't have a four-man team? Yes. So if your unit is not able able to put together a four-man team, uh, you can sign up um, as an individual. Uh, you still will need to, to get the funding mechanism rolling as far as unit-wise. Um, but if you're one man from, from that unit, you can still shoot, and we will do our very best to create a team so that you get to shoot um, in – all of the matches, uh, and that way you're not just shooting in the, the individual matches. It may not be um, a team of everyone you know, but you'll know them at the end of the week, I promise that. We've invited competitors from other countries for this year's tag match. Yeah, so this year we're expecting uh, competitors from three different countries. We're expecting competitors from Canada, El Salvador, and Cabo Verde. And for those who don't know, Cabo Verde and El Salvador are the New Hampshire National Guard's state partners, so we work closely with them. Yeah, uh, I know multiple units throughout the state go down uh, to do SME missions uh, to El Salvador, and I know Cabo Verde is is brand new, um, so it would be great to start building that partnership, and what better way to do it through marksmanship. 
Captain Randall, Staff Sergeant Weiner, I appreciate you joining the podcast today. Appreciate you having us. Appreciate having us. Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast.